Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Wednesday, June 24th. S&P futures are getting hit. They're off about 30 points. That's about 90 basis points. The major European indices are getting hit about 1.3 to 1.5%. Asia was a little bit more mixed, some pockets of outperformance and a few um, pockets of underperformance. So it doesn't see, there really wasn't a ton of major incremental news out for today specifically. And the futures, the S&P futures were flat for the most part up until about 3.30 when they came for sale. There was no news around 3.30 to justify it. Um, you know, the tenor and tone around COVID is certainly very negative. Um, you know, a lot of articles out it's talking about U.S. trends. You continue to see spikes in a lot of key states. The national figures are not necessarily inflecting higher, but they are, um, you know, they are creeping to the upside. And you are starting to see more um, warnings, comments from governors and local local officials about how they may have to slow the reopening or maybe possibly reverse the reopening. You aren't seeing calls for wholesale lockdowns like you saw back in March or April. But government officials, local government officials, certainly do sound more anxious. Um, you know, a lot of the numbers for COVID really were out during trading yesterday. So it's not clear why this morning people want to focus on it as a justification. It certainly is a negative um, it's just not clear what why this market decides to focus on certain things when it does. But today, COVID is very much a source of anxiety. Um, you know, it could just be that a lot of the compilation articles that get posted overnight that summarize the statistics from across the country, um, you know, those certainly had a very somber tone this morning. So COVID is the main justification for the weakness. Um, you know, the election also, again, you know, this is something that a lot of people have been very dismissive of talking about how we still have several months to go, which is true, but you continue to see poll after poll after poll pointing to an enormous Biden lead nationally. You had a new New York Times poll out this morning at 5 a.m. There was another poll out yesterday, um, had Biden's up double digits in both of them. So the Times had him up 14 points. Um, you know, I know a lot of people look to the 2016, um, you know, how that unfolded where Clinton had enormous leads leading up to the election and was and was widely assumed wild, widely expected to win she never had poll leads like um like the ones biden has at the moment uh, it's clearly a much different race than the trump clinton one was back in 2016 um and again if it were held tomorrow biden would win probably relatively easily just given the poll trajectory um you know there still is plenty of time to go between now and november but you know the election i think is something people need to be paying more attention to, especially if Biden is polling this well, it also suggests that the Senate could very easily switch hands, um, which means you'll have Democrats in control of the House, Senate and White House. Um, so that's COVID politics. Other than that, it's a relatively slow morning. You know, nothing major on the monetary policy front, nothing major on the economic data front. There was a speech by an ECB official, Philip Lane. Um, you know, nothing too dramatic, although he does warn investors, he warns markets um, not to get too enthusiastic about this current recent spat of upside economic figures. So, you know, he talks about how, given that you're going from a complete lockdown to reopening, you're going to see that reflected in a sharp bounce in the economic data. That does not suggest, though, that the recovery is going to be V-shaped by any means. He talked about how there's been an enormous amount of damage inflicted on the economy. It's going to take a very, very long time for that to fully heal. Um, so, I, you know, I think he put it well in that speech. I think that that's getting a little bit of attention this morning, too. There are a lot of technical uh, positioning articles out in the last 24 hours, um, all of which are negative. I have them all linked in today's piece, um, you know, just talking about how, you know, there has been certainly a positioning tailwind. Some of that has abated. You are coming up to the end of the quarter. There will be some rebalancing. 
um, adjustments that have to be made that will be a headwind for equities. And then just talking about a lot of these, you know, momentum driven perform momentum driven investment strategies, which um, you know cause market moves to feed on themselves. And so it happened on the downside back in March. It's happening now on the upside. Um, it doesn't, you know, it, talking about how the market is, it, you know, widely overshoots underlying fundamentals, which it did on the downside and it's doing now on the upside. Um, so that's really kind of it on the company specific front. Not a lot to talk about. There was the Dell VMware uh, report in the journal that hit last night about how Dell is exploring options to spin out its VMware stake. Although nothing is imminent, there are tax, um, you know, to to satisfy to make such a transaction tax free, it won't be able to occur for over a year. So it doesn't look like anything will be imminent on the VMware Dell front. Dialog Semiconductor is the top stock in Europe. Uh, it raised its outlook um, for the quarter. Um, other than that, though, relatively slow for the calendar today. There is not much on it. You have a few Fed speakers. Um, the IMF will be publishing new economic forecasts, so it really should not be market moving. The big events for the week will be coming tomorrow on Thursday, where you have a couple of earnings reports. Accenture and Nike are the big ones. Um, and then you have the U.S. bank stress test out at 430 tomorrow after the close. Um so my views on the taper is still the same as they've been. I wrote a big piece yesterday, which I sent out. I have a link to it um, in the mark uh, in the piece this morning. Um, you know, just talking about how there's a lot of cynicism in the market. You have to, it requires a lot of cynicism to actually really embrace equities at these levels and enthusiastically buy the market. Um, you know, cynicism uh, is really not an investment strategy, though. So, other than you know the the, the proverbial positioning tailwind and then you know stimulus. Um, it's just very hard to get excited about equities at, at these levels. Um, and I, you know, I think you're seeing that again, you know, this market is very quick to kind of suffer um, sell-offs when it seems that there's any, any mere hint of headwind on the horizon. And I think that just shows that there's very, very little conviction to own this tape. Um, it's very much, you know, people just trying to play positioning. Um, and, and, you know, again, the market seems to be quite removed from underlying fundamentals. So, you know, the, the 18 times in a one, you know, low 160s figure for 2021 EPS, that gets you to around 2,900, which means the tape needs to be below there for it to start to uh, become compelling. Um, and that is really it. Other than that, again, very quiet um, in terms of news for this morning. COVID seems to be just the main area of focus. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening.